Welcome to AgriMinds, the podcast where we explore the intersections of personal growth and professional success in the ag industry. I'm Casey Bull, your host. Thank you for joining me as we dive in to the different strategies and insights that will help you level up your life and career. From mental health to leadership development, we're going to cover it all. So sit back and get ready to grow with AgriMinds. Hello and welcome to another episode of the AgriMinds podcast. I'm your host, Casey Bull, and today I'm going solo and I'm going to be talking about the power of mentorship. Having a mentor can absolutely accelerate both your personal and your professional growth, but it can also be super detrimental and absolutely derail you. And we're going to talk a little bit more in detail about what I mean here in just a minute. But first, I want to define what a mentor is. Typically, when I have thought about what a mentor is, I've viewed it as someone who is a little bit older than I am, who has gone through something that I have gone through or am about to go through, and they can offer words of wisdom or help me get through a specific season or experience someone who can guide you, who can be there for you, provide resources, and just kind of encourage you through something specific. Now, there's a couple other definitions that I just briefly want to touch on. So that way, you know for sure what the expectations and responsibilities are when working with a mentor versus some of these other titles that I'm going to share. So we've just defined what a mentor is, and and it's very specific. Typically, you don't pay someone who is a mentor. Typically, a mentor is someone that could have been a family friend. It could be a a relative, like an aunt or a grandma. Typically, you don't think of your parents as a mentor. You could, but it could also be like one of your parents' friends, right? Or someone in the workplace that is... Um, a role or two ahead of you or has been doing the type of job that you've been doing for a long period of time. It is someone who focuses on something specific like the same type of job or a goal that you're trying to reach. Typically, it's a specific path that you are looking for them for guidance and support to go through because you know they know what to expect or have gone through something similar. A coach is someone typically who you have paid or you have invested in that helps you with forward focus. So where are you at right now? Where do you want to be? And how do we create a path there? We're thinking about things that are goals, mindsets, uh, frameworks, business, things like that, that we see something in the future that we want and we are going to work towards that. A counselor or a therapist, on the other hand, kind of looks at the opposite. There's someone that looks at your past experiences or trauma or obstacles and helps you work through them to get you in a healthy place now. So they're looking at the past and getting to the present and making your present better or relieved or you're overcoming certain things that have held you back in the past. And a mentor is kind of like right there where you are now. And the coach is, okay, where do you want to be? I hope that makes a little bit of sense. So counselor or the therapist is in the past 
a coach and a mentor is right here right now and then the coach takes it forward a consultant which i will specify the difference between these is a consultant takes the responsibility off of you you're paying them to get you the results whereas a mentor a coach and a therapist the responsibility is on you. Those types of people are your guide and they are there to help you get the results. But a consultant is someone that you typically pay to get you the results and they have the responsibility on the outcome. I don't see anything wrong with consultants in a business, you know, kind of concept where, hey, I, I need to pay someone to come in and get my business to the place that I need it to be. They're going to analyze the situation, provide you some suggestions, and you say, yep, do that because these are the results that I want. Whereas a coach, a mentor, or a therapist slash counselor, you're potentially still paying them, but that responsibility is on you. They are going to empower you, enable you, equip you, encourage you to get to the place you want to go. You take credit, but you also take responsibility. So those are kind of in short, a definition between the differences. One thing that I'm just going to focus on from here moving forward is just about the mentor, because I absolutely see the power in having a mentor. But there's some things that we need to talk about before you work with one. Before you ever work with a mentor, there are three things that you need to do in order to make this a successful relationship. The first one is to define your goals. It can be detrimental to have a specific type of goal and the wrong type of mentor for that goal. Your mentor which you can have several of. Don't think that you just have to have one set it and forget it type of mentor. And this is gonna be the mentor for you forever. I've had several mentors depending on what it is that I was trying to accomplish. So you may have a mentor for your personal growth and you may have a mentor for your professional growth, but you need to define what your goals are. And if you don't know what your goals are, that may be where a coach might be a better fit for you than having a mentor. So a coach, again, is going to be that person that says, where do you want to be? So let's break this down into bite-sized pieces and create a framework and a, and a path to get there. So in that specific situation, if you don't know what your goals are, a coach might be a better fit for you than a mentor. But before you work with a mentor, you should define your goals. You should also define your values, because if your mentor and you have different values, they could absolutely throw a wrench in your plans. So remember at the beginning when I shared that a mentor could accelerate your personal and professional growth and it could also derail you, this is what could derail you. Because if you and your mentor view life differently, if you have different priorities, if your values are not aligned, that's going to be really tricky. It could cause a lot of friction. You could be led and guided down a path that is not where you want to go. So you absolutely should define your values. And again, if you need help in this area, that is where a coach can come in handy and help you with that. And the third thing that you need to do before working with a mentor, besides defining your goals and defining your values is to define your boundaries. 
defining your boundaries will help you with the vetting of the advice that you get from a mentor. If your mentor and you have different boundaries, they may be inclined to push you outside of your comfort zone. And not that that is always a bad thing, but if you're doing things that you're not comfortable with, that don't align with your season of life, that don't have um, you know, the same boundaries as you do, as far as like what you're willing to compromise and what you're not the type of person you're encouraged to become that if they don't align with who you actually are, that can also be very detrimental. So define your goals, define your values and define your boundaries prior to seeking out a mentor. Some things to think about when looking for a mentor would be, you know, what kind of mindset do you have? What kind of mindset does your mentor have? Because if your goal is to possibly take some risks in your business, for example, and the mentor that you have has a very fixed mindset when it comes to finances, maybe they're going to lead you down a path that you don't view as successful. And so understanding what their mindsets are around finances, around growth, around being open-minded, around risks, around faith, around physical expectations, that could cause some friction and some tension. And like I said, potentially derail you. So understanding what their mindsets are vetting what their values are, their season of life too. And that one is something I want to expand on just a little bit. If you're starting your career, say you're 20 something years old, you're just out of college, you're starting your career for the first time, and you are wanting to start climbing the ladder, but you're also engaged and you want to start having a family. How do you balance all of those things? You go to a Let's just say a, this is totally stereotypical. So just go with me for this one. Say it's a male mentor and they didn't start having a family until they were in their mid to late thirties. If you go to them and say, how do I advance in my career, but you don't share the season of life that you're in or about to be in. And the advice that they give you is based off of their experience that can throw things off because if they don't know, oh, I'm about to be married and I'm about to start having kids, but you're also trying to grow your career, the advice that they give you may not match up to the season of life that they had when they were growing their career because they may have suggested to you to put in long hours, to take on as much work as you possibly can to impress your boss, to join and to attend all sorts of networking meetings, when that actually doesn't quite match the same season of life that you're in. So finding a mentor that understands what it's like to go through this role or this growth and taking into account your season that you're in is a much better fit for you. And so evaluate that mentor, find the right type of mentor for the right season of life that you're in, that has the same values, understands the situation that you're going through with all pieces being taken into consideration. 
And when you're looking at finding the right type of mentor for this right type of goal or time of life, evaluate their background and their reputation and their credibility along with their compatibility. Because even if someone fits the bill on, yep, they have the right credibility. Yes, they have the right reputation. They've gone through the same thing that I'm about to go through. But if your personality is rubbing with their personality and it's just not a compatible relationship, I don't see that being an enjoyable relationship. And you want to have a mentor that you can look up to, that you can respect, that you can agree with, and that understands what you're going through and you guys can actually get along. And so if you're looking for a mentor in the workplace and you may only have like one to two options and for some reason the compatibility is not there, I would advise you to find a mentor in another department or outside of the workplace. Neither of those are wrong options. But again, it is more detrimental to have the wrong type of mentor than not have a mentor at all. And here is where I'm going to start talking about how to be really critical with your thinking, because even though you have a mentor, it is still very, very crucial to do your own critical thinking. Mentors are not supposed to solve problems for you, nor are they responsible for the outcome. You are. So even though you have a mentor or maybe you don't have a mentor, it is absolutely important for you to be able to vet and assess the advice that you are given. Again, it's it's crucial for you, whether you have a mentor or not, to be able to say, yes, this is the decision I'm making or no, that doesn't sound like a good one. And I'm going to you know, take the information that I have and create my own version of this answer because it applies best to me. So how do you make the most out of a mentorship relationship once you've got one? The best thing that you can do is to leverage that relationship. How can it be mutually beneficial? What skills or connections or uh, advice, encouragement can you exchange with each other? One of the coolest things that I've experienced, again, I always thought a mentor was someone who was older and wiser, right? I have learned so many cool things from people who were younger than me. And I think it was episode uh, four or five, something like that with Allie Robbins. And I shared with her, I paid her to help me get my website going and some business stuff because I'm a coach, but that doesn't always mean that I know what I'm doing on the business end. So I hired her. And when I found out that she was younger than I was, I was like, Ford. <laughs> And so I just thought that was so cool that I was able to learn from someone who was much younger than me. Not much. I'm not old, but uh, she is definitely younger than me. And so that's just, again, older does not always mean wiser. So what kinds of uh, skills or connections or resources can you guys mutually benefit from? Have that conversation of here's where I need help. Mentor, can you help me in this area? Also, what are you needing help with? Can I connect you with someone that I may know? Or is there a skill or, you know, do I know something about technology that you're struggling with? Vice versa. And I know that's totally stereotypical, but it was just an example. So 
Another piece of advice that I would like to share with you, though, is don't get taken advantage of. If you have a skill or if you have background or if you have a contact that this mentor of yours can benefit from, again, leverage it. Don't be taken advantage of. And also think about that in your mentor's shoes, right? Don't take advantage of them. If they have a whole slew of people that you want to get connected with, don't take advantage of them. How can it be mutually beneficial? And again, leverage the relationship. While mentors are very valuable, there are a couple of things that a coach, like I've already mentioned a couple of times, can provide to you that a mentor cannot. So as you're vetting, do I need a mentor? What is the right type of mentor? Know that there's another option for you, which is coaching, which is what I do. Coaches are people who have gone through a certification, they're trained, they typically have an expertise, and they are very, very valuable in not being able to be emotionally tied to whatever situation you're working through. Like I said, typically a mentor is someone that is either emotionally invested in the relationship because they're a family member or a family friend or someone that you work with. And so they're biased on the outcome because they are tied to the situation. Whereas a coach, they can see outside of the situation, whereas a mentor may not be able to. Typically you're paying a coach to hold you accountable. Whereas a mentor is not necessarily like there's no reason for them to know what the outcome is, nor care unless they're emotionally tied to you and they care about you, but they're not always concerned with the outcome and you can't expect them to give you the time, attention and accountability because they're not invested other than emotionally in you. Whereas a coach you've paid to hold you accountable. So you're for sure going to see results and they have a structured relationship and expectations have been set. Whereas in a mentorship type of relationship, most of the time expectations have not been communicated and coaches are more than likely going to have a confidentiality agreement. I'm not saying everyone does, but most coaches do. Whereas a mentor, like I said, if they're a mentor within the workplace or a family friend and something is shared with them, they're not bound to confidentiality. And so just keep that in mind. There may be strings attached to some of the pieces of information that you decide to share, whereas a coach does not share and they are 100% confidential. So these are just a couple of things to consider as you work towards accelerating your personal and your professional development as you seek out a mentor or someone to help you get through certain obstacles or setting goals and how you may decipher whether a mentor is the right fit for you, what type of mentor is the right fit for you. And you know, you know, these are the things that you should consider as you're thinking about your goals, your needs your desired outcome, and the type of support that you require to get you where you want to go when you're trying to decide like what the next step is for you. So thank you for your time today. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message and I'd love to talk with you a little bit more in depth about this.